Oh my stars, it's us again! Yes. This week we made it rain with finales, y'all. Brunch with Tiffany and then mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review where we That's will right. get Evie Oddly on the phone. Yes. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So VH100, the podcast is going down now. Hello, hi, and welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1 and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, I literally say this every week for the past year and a half, every week. So there you go. My name is Easy Manole. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing poppin', poppin', poppin' episode of VH100, the podcast. And if you guys want to get all up in this conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag, VH100 podcast, and talk that talk with us. Yes, please. What's going on? How are we doing? We're doing cute, you are know? We? Okay. Um, I, um, yeah, I'm I'm growing and, and living Okay. And <laughs> a, embracing vulnerability. Oh, what are you so vulnerable about? Uh. Well, you know, I've been having a little situation with my little situation. and Like I the think, love life situation? or yes. like Okay. And I think yeah, you that, seem very um, somber. What's going on? Did someone upset you? No, I actually am feeling butterfly I, I am feeling a little... Yes. Someone resurfaced? So the guy that kind of disappeared has resurfaced. Is that what you're saying? He, it wasn't. And that's not necessarily that he disappeared. He just became a little unresponsive okay. in the so way he was that like I'm a used to. So it was, yeah, yeah. Because like Casper a cas- was like a, ghost, a ghost and then he turned it's into like a, bo- still, a boy, right? Right. You're still there, mm. but you're not interacting with me in the He's way not that engaging. You right, right. So oh, that's I don't lovely. Know. All right, but we had a, a nice long conversation, and I think that that's cute, and I feel good about, you know, I can get to a place where mm-hmm. I'm just like f it, and I'm not oh f try. it oh she's a whole right. different lady now, <laughs> she doesn't even curse right I know you know what I think it's because my mom is here <gasps> shut <laughs> that up. is so funny maybe that's why I'm not carrying on <laughs> that is so. That is insane, Ooh, Mama Emmanuel. is is present. She laid down the smackdown. Gosh, she's like, you better. Unless she can game. hear me through these walls. <laughs> All right, fine. So then we won't dive too much into that out of respect. For no, no, Mama. yeah, but yeah. The the long story short is that you know sometimes I could be like, f it. I don't want to be bothered with certain things, and I feel glad that I that I I, I remained open to talking, and it okay. I think it it you went didn't build the wall. To, I didn't. I didn't like put the, like someone else is trying to build a wall. You didn't do that, <laughs> right? Exactly. Which I can. So I I'm excited about growth. Okay. And 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 being comfortable with vulnerability. Well, I'm very happy to hear that Thank because you. I thought this was going to go a different way because I you know your so your vibe I, is very somber. So I thought like you were upset. I thought it was going to go a different way too when I rolled up at Homeboy's apartment last night. <laughs> oh, what else rolled up? And no, I'm just kidding. All right. So, <laughs> Again, your mom's in the room. Forgot it. All right, so uh, not think- in the room, but could be lurking. <laughs> she nearby. could be lurking. We know how yeah. moms roll. All right. Yeah. So then, you know what? We'll we'll just dive into the shows. How about that? We'll just dive into what we got going on because you know, out of respect for everybody's personal life at this moment. Dag, that's messed up. Because I wanted to know all what was going on in your personal life, but I guess I took up all the personal lifetime. So whatever. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. Okay, we got phone calls to make. It's fine. It's fine. So we had the finale of Brunch with Tiffany. Yes. And 
we started off with the with the whole sexual tension vibe with Scrap Dillion from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, and it was some tension, tension. For Holy schmageggies. And on, upon arrival, the hug that apparently got Tiffany's right breast going right. was the fact that he feels like a rock. And I know I always say this, but I was there. And, you know, I gave him like the nice bro hug kind of thing. And I was like, right. oh, shit. So, you know, maybe my right testicle was going a little pew, pew, pew as well. Right, as right, 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 right. But, All right, so it's a, so when you're hugging Scrab De Leon, it's hard as a, it's like he, tight. He's, 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 he's so tight. Toned. Absolutely. I don't even know the word because I was just like, there's no like padding on the man whatsoever. So, and I have the same shirt that he does wow. and he fills it a lot better than I did and wow. still do. So there is that. But her choice of words during this brunch, saying things like, you better eat that and eat that right. And oh, my right. mouth is getting so moist. I'm like, miss. Don't do that because he has some big dick energy going on. Right, exactly. And, and he let her know the same thing. He said, don't bark up this tree. Uh, hello, all of this. And because they're on that topic of his love life and asking if he was settled down. And when he busted out like, oh, you know, I'm open to having multiple wives. It definitely caught the crew by surprise because, you know, you, you know, camera guys, right? They're like so intense and the audio yeah. guys are like making sure they got it. And I looked around when he said that and they were all like, oh. But you right. know, they had to remain in a professional mode. Right. And well, I, just, I, I died because like speaking about these wives, it just can't be anyone. All right. You have to be ambitious, strong and understanding, which right. if you're getting like, into a polyamorous relationship, you need to be strong and understanding. Listen, you know how I feel. I've gotten into this when we you. talk to Caesar. I'm done with these men in like. Oh, I just want a woman that's so beautiful, that's so sweet and sens and sensitive and intelligent. Mm. And it's like, sir, okay, great. You're like, I'm right here with right. my mom in the next room. Right. Actually, you're not right here because you got a boo thing. Okay. I know. It's true. I was going to say that. I was like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so if you're a man, or not man, sorry, I don't know if we're at that level yet. If he yeah, I don't just know. Like, yeah. Hey, Lejeune, um, let's invite, you know, a second or a third would you be open to a polyamorous relationship? Yeah or nay? No, nay. Negative mm. nay. I need um, my attention. <laughs> I oh, that's the Gemini it. side coming out. I can't share it. I figured. Here's the thing. I don't know if I could mess with a thruple situation because, you know, I've had my fair share of threesomes and it's right. always been couples that have approached me, though. So I've gotten <gasps> tricked multiple times where somebody, I talked to one person and they're like, oh, by the way, my husband. I'm like, what? Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> three's a party. So I was, I, I don't know. I don't know if I right. could. Maybe like, I'll put like a Derek Barry kind thing. of situation where we're like the three of us are boyfriends. I have no idea. I, I mean, that, that, it, they, they, Derek sure does make Greek it look family, cute. Yeah, my Greek family would really appreciate that. They're like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm telling you, Derek, they do make it look cute and they make it look feasible, but I just don't know. I just, uh, it's so much dealing with one personality, let alone two. Boom, that part. I and then, the, will that. the other one have a menstrual cycle? Like, oh, it's just too much. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Like, <laughs> but so, I mean, clearly, you know, Tiffany was asked about this by Scrap, and she's like, listen, if my guy wanted to be with five guys, five women, sorry, if my guy wanted to be with five women, right. I would remind him that my vagina is big enough to feel like five, and I'm so happy that Scrap asked that follow-up question about Me the quote-unquote big Me enough, too. because that could go either way, miss. And exactly. she made it clear. Like, are she, your exes up in there, yeah. or... <laughs> 
She's like, somebody no, no, gonna no. jump out on me. I am not loose, okay? But apparently her poom poom has several different names. Yeah. As for what those names are, apparently you have to scratch the kitten to get that info. And I'm like, you can't say that to him. Right. And he's like, so you're he telling me you got an itch that needs to be scratched. And she's like, no. All of this. And so a little part of me makes me want to ask her because, you know, I do interact with her here and there. So maybe I'll try to get that exclusive. Oh, my goodness. Journalism you know at we its sh- finest. <laughs> right here on VH100. We should have did some VH ASMR and flipped it. Instead of fights, it's sexual tension because oh. they just had so much going on. There was a lot of sexual tension there. Yeah. I'm so into it. but I didn't want to get you all worked up, though. That's why I didn't suggest it earlier. I know. I'm so hot already. I can't <laughs> take it. <laughs> I know. You're already in the showroom. Yo, you love the show room, right? Hello. Loving you know it. Loving it. Delaware, baby, baby. <laughs> y'all, we didn't get to talk about what Easy has going down, but he's in Delaware, y'all. I can see. <laughs> she knows He she is knows in my the life. show room. <laughs> my mom wants to decorate seashells because this is like the beach place. Like, literally, um, there is a taxidermy shark out there because my dad caught it like when he was a, like a villager kid in Greece. What? So before like the animal rights, et cetera, et cetera, my dad right. was, you know, a villager kid, like had no shoes, all that, like rough life. And they would go fishing a lot and he caught a shark and there's a whole taxidermy shark in this household as well, because this is the beach household. And, you know, my dad passed away. So it's like right. the memory of him. So when people walk in, they're like, why is there a dead shark on your wall? I was like, oh, my God, it's such a long story. Right. So I know. The lady lets it be known. This is the beach house. I'm like, got it. So <laughs> I cute. literally feel like I'm inside the ocean. But anywho, back right. to brunch with Tevin <laughs> So in case there was any doubt that her vagina did not feel like five women. Okay. We got right. that clarity when she had brunch with Real Housewives of New York star Sonia Morgan. Because mm-hmm. Tiffany apparently did too many Kegels that the area is very tight. And, and I'm just like, how many did you do, miss? Because A lot, because the Tootsie Roll can't fit. I'm just like, how do you, how? Like, I'm, I'm doing, I do them every day. Do you, but like, how many sets? You're right, because you know what? I don't do that many. They're they're challenging to do. I mean, yeah. But I didn't realize that it was only, I guess, for, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but according to her, Kegels are meant for women that give birth to try to t- oh, tighten it maybe. up again. So but she I- hasn't gave birth. So she's been giving a lot of head, okay? She's just like, yeah, yes. I'm so tight. I just got to suck all this dick. I'm like, oh, my God. And it also sucks. You better, you gotta start working on loosening that thing up, girl. I mean, you can't just do that forever. All of this. We will see what happens, but it does suck because I guess her favorite position is doggy style, which is Sonia's, which is Sonia's as well. I am not a big fan of doggy style. I don't know if it's like a prostate thing on my end. Yeah. I guess it depends on the curvature of the man. Right. Because I did have an ex that curved down and oh, that, and that, that, was... that helps. But then I had an ex that curved up and I'm like, sir, you're just like, you know, rubbing right. my spine at this point. My yeah, tailbone. Yeah, not yeah. Even, he wasn't that big. Right. Never mind. Not my spine, my tailbone. Exactly. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love doggy style? I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, also, I'm just like, where am I looking at? Where am I going? Are you envisioning somebody else? How are the love handles looking? 
Maybe I'm oh, too much. Oh man, I mean, I you gotta just arch that back and uh, <laughs> <laughs> toot that thing. <laughs> uh, oh God! But literally, though, it's this reason why the gay community adores <laughs> Tiffany so much because that's what the majority of us are doing: giving a lot of head and getting mm-hmm. dicked down doggy style. Boom. Mm-hmm. But as we know, many of our drag race queens adore her even more like All-Star Season 4 winner Monet Exchange. Talking about the moment she won, she was not here for the tie with Trinity the Tuck Taylor. As we remember, that was a tie. And the first thing that came to mind was splitting the prize money of $100,000. That coin. You were like, wait a minute. I came here to get that coin. I love it because, you know, she's just like... The cameras were on, and I didn't want to be that girl, but thankfully, they each got the 100K, y'all, and she is the first black queen to win All-Stars. I know. I was so frustrated to hear the like the backlash that fans were giving. Miss. Come on. I, all of this. Yeah, so that was a shame. And then also, like I felt so bad to hear that when she revealed she wasn't as proud to be black growing up and she was shameful about it because of society. Right. And obviously I I am not a man of color, but I empathize with it because I felt shameful at one point about being gay when I was Mm. younger and obviously not saying it's the same because I could attempt to like lay low and hide it as much as possible, which meant Mm -hmm. like I didn't even talk because the mannerisms and the voice kind of give it away. And the eyebrows. Oh, man, that is so rough. And I empathize with both of your plights because I actually did have a phase as well where I feel like I um, didn't have as much pride as I could have. And, and f- yeah, and I think that, I, fortunately, I was able to, it took me, I think, maybe around high school to realize, oh, wow, this is really yeah, fly. I'm the shit. Like, right. Like, Fuck oh, this people. is, this I'm is cool. Shit. I'm going I'm to just step into this. Yeah, you know it's what I'm like, saying? We're unique. We're different. Right. And let it be and let it happen. Yeah. So I feel blessed that I was able to get a little more comfortable, but I don't know. I think maybe because I grew up in like a predominantly Caucasian school oh, and like an shit. elementary school, I'd be like one of like two or three black kids mm-hmm. and, and people don't real like that's the thing where like it doesn't dawn on people right because it's like yes you feel singled out and you're like you you're like i'm different right can i just tell you a quick quick story One yeah time hit me the laundromat, What's up? As, a, as a kid a little girl told me we both had the same doll P, uh, tj sparkle mm-hmm. and she told me that she didn't play with black dolls and i went and put my doll away I went and put my doll away. Like, this is like a horrid memory that... Because you wanted to fit in. I just wanted to play. I was just a little girl, like, Taj's age. And I just wanted to play. And I want to go back in time and just be like, what? Well, if you don't want to play with black dolls, you don't want to play with me. But I wasn't that empowered when I was... Like I'm seven. So, see, that's what I mean. This damn society. Y'all y'all just gotta let us be, okay? I mean, I'm hoping that today's a little better in the school settings. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure I don't have a child in school, but I just hope that we do get to a better place because we know that there is a lot going on. Yeah. And well, for Monet, though, once she hit her early 20s, that's when she started to embrace the color of her skin. I know you said in high school is for you. For me, it was like mid-20s and i say i think even today i'm even like even more comfortable in my own skin than i've ever been i love your skin and i love how comfortable in your skin you are and i tell people all the time and i know i've told you but i feel like i told my nephew recently about how you help me 
be oh, yeah. more my authentic self because I just love how you bring yourself to every table in the same way. And I'm like, Shit, I can too. Yes, you can. See, and that's what I always tell people because I, I've been told this and it's very odd. To, to hear that because again my upbringing i've always been very like don't let anybody know that you're right. gay or just like don't <laughs> talk and i was actually very shy i was not really outgoing this that and the other thing and some of i've been it has been pointed out to me that they're like i noticed that you're you are like you you're you're 100 self no matter what the situation whether you're with friends family work or whatever the case may be and i was all it's not what we're supposed to do. I don't know. Right. I know. And it's just so hard because you grow up sometimes thinking that code switching is a way that you have to mm. be like you have to have this voice with your friends and family. And then yes. you have, to have this voice for I have the a world friend that to does take that. you seriously. Right. I, I sometimes still, have a friend that does that. I still, I sometimes still do it accidentally, but I used to do it intentionally. Right? It was yeah. like a thing that I felt like I had to do, and I don't. Literally, I have a gay friend, and I it's like he morphs. So if we're with like his straight guy friends from college, he's like so broy. Right. And then when he's with like kind of gays that are you know a little a little sass to them, he's right, like, right, "What's right, up, right, girl? Right. Hey, girl." Uh-uh. So do you ever call? Have you ever called him out? A hundred percent. Because I was like, what? Because then when it's just one on one, I I feel like it's him. And then right. when we're th- like with the college guys, it's like this whole like what is that? Like the varsity kind of. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. beer chugging. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then like <laughs> morphs into like you know a sassy gay guy. And then like if we're with girls and there's some like you know girls of color, he's like, what's up, sis? And I'm just like, what is going on over here? Right. But anyway, yeah, yeah, this this got real deep about society. It y'all. did. It did. Your friend's gonna call you like I didn't know you really felt I, this I, way. I'm gonna say you well, brought first, it up one time, but dang. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, and second of all, I brought it up to your face too. Okay, so boom, that part. No, I know, I know. But no, it does suck hearing that Monet's experience I winning All Stars that she did get some folks sliding into the DM with a lot of hateful shit yeah and negativity ha- very very happy to hear that she didn't take it lying down because she was like i will clap back at a bitch in a heartbeat as you should but sometimes it does get exhausting so it's just like a good block goes a long way a good block goes a long way but good for you for being able to like take that in and keep and push forward and just be like after you like yeah all of this and not to say that everybody was like that so there are some good fans out there and there Amazing are some yeah. uh, stalkerish ones as well Right. So I've witnessed this, and I don't know how the hell Drag Race fans do this, but somehow they figure out what queens get casted for an upcoming season of Drag Race because they track socials and people's lives. Yeah. So we're talking about people that are not even on the radar yet, right? Across the whole country. And I think they meet up on Reddit, and they're like, X person hasn't posted in this couple months. They're like, oh my God, neither has, like, you know, they're all over mm-hmm. the country. They're pinpointing, they're they're calling the dentist office. All of this. Yeah, so Mo- back when Monet was on season 10 and it wasn't announced yet, someone called her dentist office to see if there were any upcoming appointments, which I'm like, damn, how do you figure that out? But then I also thought, a standard cleaning is almost like every six months. Uh, I know, but it's like, uh, they're like, they probably called like, listen, aside from the standard cleaning, any uh, whitenings, <laughs> any uh, cosmetic Billings. work yeah. being done, please any let us know. happening over there? Which I was all like, what did Dennis office gave that information up? 
Hopefully they didn't. I feel like the dentist office probably flagged it to Monet and was like, I'm getting strange calls here from your pediatrician. And I'm like, I'm quite sure that Monet hasn't seen you in some time. (laughs) I am dead. And thinking back at that time when Monet was on the show, she said, obviously, you know, it's it's hard, both literally and figuratively. Mm. Obviously, the show's hard. But the fact that there was no dick around was even harder. So I guess from what it sounds like, she would get off on watching Naked and Afraid on National Geographic. Right, which at first, I feel like myself and Tiffany were a little confused. We didn't know where this was going. All of this. Yeah, because I'm just saying, I mean, desperate times calls for desperate measures. Right, but I guess it's a little distraction. I was like, okay, I I thought that the shrubs really did it for you, but I guess... <laughs> no, but literally, like when I was younger, I didn't have like porn at my disposal. So music videos are always like my go to, like Eminem's without me. You know how what? Was, like, oh my goodness. BET used to have like uncut and late night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, or like MTV had like the naked show or something. Right. And then I don't know if you remember, but you remember when like the, the, the channels with the naughty stuff would be scrambled? Yeah. You could just and watch, you, like, hear like, the sounds, or every now and then see a like, little something. Uh, and you're like, what? <laughs> They are I think enjoying I just made that. Out a dick there. Whatever's oh, oh, going on, they're enjoying that. <laughs> oh, the kids would never know our struggle back in the day. <laughs> I know. I'm worried about the kids now. They have so much access. Uh, they re- honestly, they really, really do. But mm. so, anyways, that's how Monet was keeping herself busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> she had to go back to the OG method of watching Naked and Afraid on National right. Geographic, everybody. And while we're on the topic of getting off, that's not going to happen with anyone that is a fan of Monet because Mm-mm. seeming she knows from experience that they can't rise to the occasion because there are a lot of nerves with their al dente pasta penis. Mm, al dente is the new... Put that together. Yeah. Al <laughs> dente. But if Little you are noodle. interested, Monet is looking for someone who has their shit together. You have to be at least six feet tall, nice hands, fingers, and clean nails. Mm. Which a lot of people always forget about the nails. So you're spraying on the cologne, you get that fresh fade, etc. Or, you know, even for girls, like we, we do what we got to do. But you have to remember the nails because that's the thing that everyone's looking at, too. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad. Taj has a long way to go in life because he always has clay in his nails. And I'm like, good thing you're just a baby because you <laughs> will be alone. His nails are always green. <laughs> you will be alone. And, and I'm always picking clay out of his nails. Well, he's artistic. He is. He is. He is. Mm. All right. So that was the season finale of Brunch with Tiffany. And from one season finale to the next with RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. Right. We will get Evie Oddly on the phone soon. But first, Miss Asia is feeling kind of lonely now that her fiance, Brett, had to go back home. I know. Questioning, do I even belong in Vegas? Well, we know all this drama that is happening. Rue has brought in Jamal Sims, who I'm big time crushing on. I feel like we should call him one day. But anywho, I digress. Because uh, we don't need this drama spilling onto the stage because we've seen a little clippets of some vibes that are not going down. Right. And audience can pick up on these vibes, okay? Of course, Asia is saying to Jamal, listen, the girls are saying it's a negative atmosphere if I'm in there. So I simply am trying to respect the workspace and I removed myself. Do right. I have to be in a solo dressing room? No. I could even get ready in a broom closet. I don't care. But Jamal, interestingly, you know, points out that the chemistry of the show stems from them getting ready all together. 
So the whole thing he feels can be rectified. And I love that damn word mm-hmm. with a conversation. And he's like, may I have the opportunity to do so? Asia kind of gives that little like, I guess. And boy, does he jump at the chance. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jamal instantly pulling in Derek and Naomi into Asia's dressing room. Boom. It's conversation time. Mm-hmm. Naomi's like, listen, I talked to Derek based on emotions. I did not expect all of this drama to happen and for us to separate stemming from this whole thing. Right. Again, Asia brings up, well, how am I supposed to react, miss? If someone's saying that I'm bringing some negative vibes in the damn dressing rooms. So I had to remove myself. We are getting to a good space here on how Asia doesn't think there was any malice in Naomi's intention. Mm-hmm. However, Derek, on the other hand, the way it was brought up came off mean. So right. pointing out like, yo, if you were a friend, you would have mentioned something to me on the side, which is interesting because, again, we remember Cameron kind of popped off about this with Derek right. after the, the breakup this was, situation. It's a reoccurring theme that we're noticing with Derek. In Vegas. Hello, all of this. So I honestly do see where Asia is coming from. But Me for too. some reason, Derek doesn't. No, and Derek <laughs> is like, you should have some accountability. And I'm like, wow, Asia just took accountability saying I can have issues communicating. I do yes. know that's me. I, I feel like Asia took a lot of accountability. So when Derek hit hit her with the, well, I feel like you just don't want to look at yourself. And I'm like, did we just heard we just heard this? I, yeah. Maybe you're. Maybe are you deflecting? Like, do you not want to look at yourself? All this. I mean, maybe because she was so fixated on Asia saying the word literally constantly, and she was just like, you know, take some accountability here. And Asia again trying to be communicative, if that's even a word. Right, I think so. <laughs> Thank you I very much. It. If not, it's a word now. Uh, right. <laughs> so Asia literally is just saying, the reason why I left that night at the onesie pajama party was because of you, Derek, because the whole thing came off malicious. And I feel like you and I agree that it did came off pretty uh, mean. So as you and I are saying, we think somebody else should be taking accountability here. A little bit. And then also, I mean, when I'm really passionate about something... The word literally does come up quite well, frequently yes. as well. Like, <laughs> well, because it's better than saying the word um or uh. Right. So, even you though kind it of most literally. Yeah, you literally, like, figuratively use the word literally <laughs> with, <laughs> over and over until A you drive it home. Exactly. And you draw it out, like, literally. literally. I feel like you. It gives you time right. to think. Yeah, it it's does. It's the new um, I guess. Thankfully, Asia and Naomi get their hug on. Derek, not so much. There's no hug happening between Asia and Derek. On the flip, Cameron and Vanjie were getting their hug on, but unfortunately, in a more friendly way. Right. No sparks were flying. A hundred percent. So following the night of the Cameron and Vanjie kiss, all of our queens, minus Asia, are talking about it in their dressing rooms. Cameron is saying if Derek didn't tee him up, he's not sure the kiss would have even happened. Where Naomi is all, what are you so scared of? And sometimes, you know, that little simple question, you're like, oh, shit. So apparently Cameron's history of approaching guys doesn't go so well. Mm. But we did see the date and it didn't go so well. It didn't didn't go go so well. It didn't go so well. I know. So Naomi even called that spoiler spoiler alert how two drag queens dating doesn't really work out. However, it does 
work out for Derek in Nebraska. Maybe they figured it does, out it does. the secret they're sauce. They're too cute. I mean, you know, they're not starting fights. Start, starting some shit. <laughs> but yeah, just to be the El Diablo advocate over here. So it sucked, though, because Vanjie was over here. She's like open-minded, open mouth, open legs, open arms, ready to go. Right. Getting her good sis, Silky Ganache, on FaceTime to chat about this new love, which, interestingly enough, Silky said it's out of the question. And I was all, skirt, skirt, what's going on here? Do and you think that Silky saying that pre-date may have subconsciously seeped into Vandy's oh, mind, Vandy not allowing well, Van Maybe Vandy because to when Silky started saying this could be like a Brooklyn Heights situation, no more come-ups, and I'm just like thinking, what does that mean? Or is there an alleged clout chasing happening here? Mm, so do anything. That could have been something in the back of Vanjie's mind, but... I did die that when she brought up, like, well, actually, we are going on a date tonight, and magically, Silky's FaceTime connection is, like, lost. Right. It was, like, the most perfect timing, because I've been on a FaceTime where it's, like, poor connection. But, like, the minute that she was, like, oh, we're actually going on a date tonight. Right. It's <laughs> like, oh, damn. Okay, but, yeah, so this date, uh, so... Even though they showed up in cute ass outfits, I love that. I was just about to say, I Let's want Vanjie's outfit like the bubble, the pla the pl um, patent leather bubble jacket with yes. those plaid pants. What? She was ready. She showed up and showed out. Okay, and clearly putting her best foot forward. But yeah, so it didn't go well. And even no. Cameron is trying to make some nice moves here. They went on the high roller Ferris wheel, which is gorgeous, by the way. When I went to Vegas, I went on it. And literally, it is like you see forever up there. Cameron rented out the entire pod. That's such a baller move. And we know Vanjie's looking for that chemistry. She wants the electrons, the neutrons, the patrons, meaning Patron. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if there was more tequila involved, it would have settled the nerves because there was a lot of silence and small right. talk about food. I've never had a date that awkward. Never in my life. I know. And Vanjie, really, all you could give was pizza. I know. Cheese. Well, that was my next thing, too, because I was like, I, I saw that Cameron was trying to start a conversation, but when you're kind of giving one-worded answers, it, and you, you don't elaborate. You know what I mean? Like, Because even if you're like pizza, like make a little something like pizza, but you know the cheese fucks up my stomach or something. Like, I right, pop the, like, exactly. Crack a joke, like, like try to do something, embellish a little bit. That's why I wonder if those comments. I wonder if those comments would have come post date if Vanjie would have been more a little more open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe she went into it closed minded because right of the silky ganache. Oh my right, god! Right, those comments can seep through the cracks of the subconscious mind. Exactly, and it did come off a little bit like the Lance Bass guy date that she had. Which yes. I don't know, because like thinking about it and comparing them, that that one actually went like a smidge better, I think. I don't really know. I, yeah. Yeah, probably. All right. So the next day while getting ready for a show <laughs> and hearing about, you know, the news of coronavirus, Vanjie shares her news about the date with, uh, you know, Evie and Derek and how there wasn't much chemistry. Felt like she was pulling teeth to create a conversation Derek, of course, trying to find the positive because we know that Derek loves love. Saying, right. well, does he at least make you laugh? And I died with the follow-up of, well, does he make you laugh? Right. <laughs> and then they laugh. I even chuckled, too. And I felt bad because, all right, so Cameron is not, like, the funniest person of the bunch. But he definitely has, like, a little cute cute angle to him. 
I'm right. sure that he doesn't want to be called cute either. He's like, sir, keep your cute and put it on mute. Okay. Exactly. I am dead. But in comes Evie with the wisdom saying that even mm. though they're both looking for the same thing, it doesn't mean it's going to work out. And she also knew it wasn't going to work out. Right. So I was like, okay, snap. But we right. do know that this season, Evie was all about these dating apps, though. So I say we get her on the phone because yes. we had our season finale and see what's going on with her. Because she always lays low. Lays Doesn't get involved low, with the drama. Right. We got we to gotta dig in. Let's get her on. Hello? <gasps> ring, ring, ring. What's going on, Miss Evie? Where are we? Where are we? Yes. We are in a dark, shady corner of my drag room in Denver, Colorado. Oh, very nice. Ooh, I love me some Colorado edibles. Okay. <laughs> find out. Oh, my God. And uh, I know right now people can't see us, but you are dressed up. Like, what's going on? What are we doing today? Yes. We um, have a whole look. You know, it's just it's it's just another day at work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, you gotta so, film some stuff. It's gonna be cute. Okay, I yeah, was we, gas. I, I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, I just did this for y'all," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> whatever." Just shoot us down. I mean, no, I woke <laughs> up like this. This is all. Yeah. <laughs> no looks all day. I would I would have never known that it was some dreary corner because you're giving all the light. I know. I know. I'm just sitting here like in a black sweater and a hat. So that's all right. Here we are. <laughs> so we recently had the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review. And one thing that kind of stood out to me this season is how much you're like almost an ambassador for dating apps right. because you were suggesting them left and right. <laughs> so like, are you an ambassador for, uh, ambassador for any of them? I mean, not an official one. I'm trying to get a sponsorship. So if they want to throw some money at me, I mean. Exactly. Send in this, we'll, send, we'll send out these clips to a couple of them and let them know in case they weren't paying attention. That there's someone out there that's repping real hard and they need to cough up that coin. Exactly. <laughs> I've already got it. I'll say your name. I'll do it in some crazy ass clown getup. Like, let's do this. It's I will cute. find you love. Right. But speaking <laughs> of love, are you and your boo still living together? Yeah, he's still out here. It's funny. His uh, classes just got made optional, like in person again for next semester. So okay. it, sounds, it sounds like he's going to be living out here with me for at least a year which is like such a domestic fantasy no this is a domestic fantasy for real for real because if you can make it through quarantine and still want to see one another's faces you're winning and thriving so quarantine didn't break that situation down i mean uh definitely not uh i I do just like want to just like slap him in the face sometimes just like just for having one and being (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, just like, oh, I'm so sick of seeing only your face. Right, but right, But at right, the right, end right. of the day, I also do love his face a lot. So if oh, there's one I have to be stuck oh with. <laughs> uh, how long has it been at this? It's like a year that y'all have been together or? A, a year and some change. A Whenever, some change. Yeah, like a week before season 11 aired, so. I like that. However long that is. I don't yeah. know. I lost I lost track because we've had so many pure seasons of Drag Race since mine aired. Hello. I mean, <laughs> all of this. And we thank you so, so much for, you know, chugging <laughs> along with the ride. But no, I did meet one of my exes off of the app that grinds as well. Clearly, mine didn't work out. <laughs> it, it, it's an ex situation. But 
you know, there's such a stigma around these apps sometimes. They're like, oh, that's where you just find dick. And you're allowed to curse on here, by the way. Right. So, oh, perfect, because I was going to. Yeah, <laughs> as you should. So I, we're very happy to hear that you found love in a hopeless place, if right. you will. Yeah. I mean, we know that Vanjie and Cameron are, you know, kind of looking for, for the next man. And of all the Drag Race queens, who do you think could potentially work Ooh, out the with drama. Miss Vanjie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know, and it's really hard for me specifically because Vanjie wants to find somebody who's like looking for Jose specifically, mm. which is so difficult because everybody loves Vanjie, so it's kind of hard to like toss up all of the things you already know about somebody and not just automatically like, Miss Vangia! Yes. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah, no, literally though, everybody seemed to be on the fence about it, you know, as we should, because mixing the whole business with pleasure, all that fun I stuff. I mean, I'm down for that. You can have Are a one you? night stand. Yeah, you can, I, I personally am not against like, kiki kai kai with any of the girls. Like, I think oh. that's a good time. I'm, I, I think, like sister dick makes you think or whatever they say <laughs> <laughs> never heard of that okay i'm into that <laughs> but like i just don't think uh, uh, i think it's easier because we're all living a similar life to like maybe date within somebody else who's also an a girl. right but and I don't, schedule I don't think, under mm -hmm. yeah i just don't think that automatically thinks it's, it means it's gonna work though Right. True. Yeah, I know. Because even in my, I mean, I did date somebody in the workplace, and that's also another ex. So I do get that whole. <laughs> I'm, uh, doing, I'm doing great over here. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> release the baggage. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, sir, are you interviewing me or are you here for a therapy session? <laughs> <laughs> I've got my notepad. <laughs> well, I mean, since we're talking, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I do think that you could make. Vanjie laugh and I think that you me guys, yeah well we did have Vanjie on last week we did and we she did. did she did hit on me Ooh, the one she, time so uh, Evie I don't know if you remember I was with y'all for the reveal live shoot for uh, season 11 and uh, yeah, y'all were like lined up reveal. yeah cause we had y'all lined up like ready to like go into the studio with Adam etc and then Vanjie was like looking at me up and down I go oh are, are you okay she goes yeah she oh goes, my god I remember she goes, you remember this like, moment <laughs> she goes what are you Lebanese or something I go oh no I'm Greek she goes I could tell by the eyebrows. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, y'all, we could go over here now. <laughs> I was like, it's your that, turn. And I almost that put was you breaking the ice, mama. That was that was the first shot you could have taken right Dang now. Easy. I'm sorry, oh, everybody. I got all right, I'm gonna make this up. happen Apparently at the Halloween drive-by drive. -by, drive, drive, the drag, drive, drive, drive through. Not the drive-by. <laughs> I know. I know. It's gonna be a drive-by. <laughs> love, love. We're gonna pull out. You better keep out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do something with that, all right? Pull up and pull out. Pull up, pull out. You've never heard a drag queen say pull out before. Oh, 100%. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. <laughs> all of this. But, so yeah, there's obviously that whole stigma like, oh, don't mix business with pleasure. And, you know, it's also like with the whole Naomi and Asia of it all, too, because they were just friends. So what were your thoughts on that whole situation? Because when we talked to Vanjie last week, she at first was just like, oh, this can't be real, but it got very real. So yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that? that's honestly what was so surprising about it is like, 
a lot of the drama that happened between us, it was like hard to tell, like, is this like cute casual drama? Like we can get over it drama. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I don't know. I just think it, it took me by surprise how real it got how how very quickly and how undeniably like this whole situation touched a nerve in in Asia's feelings yeah. and i think ultimately as a viewer of the show we we got to learn why asia maybe does like feel that way when right yeah, when life slaps you across the face, because I personally would have been like, oh, bitch, you want to see? I, you know, you think I'm negative in the workroom? I, I right, I'll show you negative. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Start house, knocking over the pallets. They didn't try anything with me this season, because <laughs> that's the thing is I haven't changed. I'm not like a more zen, peaceful person. I just don't involve myself in unnecessary bullshit. Mm. <laughs> well, we, we did peep that. We did. <laughs> right, definitely. Well, Jamal even had to wrangle the ladies together and pull Naomi, Derek, and Asia together to sort of try to rectify the situation. And, you know, Asia said that the way that Derek brought up the comment in the first place at the slumber party was a bit malicious. And I how do you feel about that? Because I sort of, Easy and I were sort of talking about that before we gave you a call, and it did sort of feel like it could have yeah, gone down another way. It was like way. in front of the dancers and everything. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, that's, well, uh, this is also a complex issue for me because this is something I ran into on Drag Race where I would, like, get into it with these girls in front of all the other girls, and they'd be like, bitch, it would have been fine if you just, like, pulled me aside or something. Right. Uh, so, like, I understand, uh, I, I personally don't like pulling people aside to have like little side chats because if what you're saying is going to affect everyone then oh. it, it like it they can help hold a bitch accountable however i think that is a little manipulative in a situation like that mm. where like derek was already like yeah my dressing room's amazing we're all best friends and and like that's already a bitch slap across the face. Right, to me. right, we're, right, right. We're Very all passive aggressive. Along. Yeah. And then on top of that, and Naomi wants to be in our dressing room because she says you're too negative. And uh, the thing is, I I think Derek like just sometimes sticks her own foot in her mouth by like elaborating. And I'm not saying that Naomi like shouldn't have told Asia first, but maybe mm -hmm. she was going to, and we just like didn't get that chance because right. Derek was like that friend who sucks at keeping a secret. It was like, we all have that friend. Naomi hates, Naomi hates getting ready next to you. Yeah. He, <laughs> okay, lick my toe. I was gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like you said, you definitely like keep, mind your business and you keep out of the bullshit. So do you ever snap at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have my days. Like I'm known for being spicy and feisty for a reason. No. <laughs> just, yeah, the thing is it's not something that i think the difference between what people got to see of me on season 11 versus uh like vegas review is that it's not this constant thing i'm not constantly on attack mode i am when i'm in a competition and i am when i'm provoked mm. but there's like nothing nothing that those those girls did that like could have provoked me which is why I wasn't going to involve myself in their shit because I don't need to like pick sides and then suddenly when I get in something, I'm like passionate. So I don't need to be passionately right. like, fuck Asia, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. You're like, it was a trick question anyway. You should have never asked. It was the yeah. <laughs> These dr- dramatic hoes. You know what? <laughs> that part. And I mean, we know that you don't like to stay complacent. You like to work on your art and your music. You even, you know, linked up with the burlesque girls, did a little cane situation, dance. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But at the start of the season, Rue was concerned about your health. Right? All right, here we go. So have we gone to a doctor? Not to get motherly on you here, but have you seen a doctor yet or no? Are we still trying to? I mean, like, I've I've been for, like, COVID testing, you know, like, STD checks, the regular. The regular. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because, you know, obviously we saw that on January 28th, 2021. We are back. So I just want to make sure yes. that you are good and on point. But you always are on point. But I totally get that, though, because because uh, that does suck. Because it's just like if there's nothing that can be done, so why am I going to go to the doctor just to hear? So, yeah, you know? Like, stop right. doing drag. And while you're at it, drink more water. Like, what? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, he's like, don't do everything that you love and then just drink water. You'll be yeah. fine. So yeah, I get yeah. that. I get uh-huh. that. Right. Well, we totally, yes, 100% get that, you know, the mental health aspect of it all, especially with everything that's going on in these times, right? The 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 world has so much that we need to unpack. So why do we need to add unnecessary stress when we already know what the situation is? We do know that in a video call, we learned that your grandfather was a leader in the Black Panther Party movement in Denver, which is extremely heavy and like, profound right (laughs) how do you feel that you're carrying on his legacy with today's movement i mean honestly it's just something that's always been a part of my family is to be really involved with black justice and seeing equality actually achieved in america and i do remember being a kid and not like really understanding it as much because i was like learning one thing in schools and then i'd go home and like here, here, like my grandpa's rants about how like the white man is stealing from us and he's the devil and like fuck this and fuck that. So, <laughs> so it, was, it, was, it was complex, but it really took me growing <laughs> up in a, in a world like believing that we had already gotten better, that like Dr. King like died for all of our sins or whatever the fuck. Right. And, and now we're like, just, just everything was okay. And experiencing differently for me to become uh, active in the movement, for me to realize that my blackness is unfortunately a part of me that is going to keep me back in life, is going to have me oppressed, people are going to treat me differently, and that as long as I'm alive and experiencing that, it's one of my goals. It's my duty to be vocal and to try and make a change. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it is very important to use your platform and to obviously be vocal about this, even if it comes down to music, because I did notice that on your new album on uh, that's coming out on October 23rd, Drag Tap, there's a song called Karen. Yeah. What is that song about? Um, uh, My roommate, actually, it, it all it all stems from him because we've lived together for five years and he's white and I'm like black. And so in just like living together and working together and like working on Evie together, he's gotten to hear about a lot of my struggles. Mm -hmm. And when George Floyd was killed, he came to me and was like, I'm like so sorry that you constantly have to deal with the burden of these thoughts and feeling this way. And I'm sorry that I've been 
like bad at helping you, maybe you should write a song to help other people. And oh, wow. It's funny because I took that and I was just pissed. I'm pissed that I live in a world where I still have to explain the kind of persecution that I'm going through. So instead of writing that song, I just wrote, wrote a Karen diss track. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so good. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And another song that, that I listened to was obviously Hype with Vanjie. And it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was very hyped. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you um do a remix, I got a verse for Becky. So <laughs> oh. June does bu- she busts out a freestyle. Ms. L- She's an artist herself, Lejeune. <laughs> she got she got a lot of music that that she busts out too, but I love that <laughs> Karen and Becky, the remix. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to spread spread awareness. So I can do an extended mix. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. But yeah, no, definitely important to like get your voice out there and let it be heard. And everyone has to vote, all right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we will get that going. So what else is going on in the world of Evie? Because you're also a part of the drive and drag Halloween experience. Have you done one of those yet? Because I'm like, how does how does this work? How does this go down? Um, I did the the summer series, the, our first little kickoff that we tried with it. And it was so much fun. You just... Everyone stays in their cars or if they if you have to leave your car, like you put a mask on. So mm-hmm. everyone's like safe, six feet apart in their little boxes. But for the first time for I know a lot of people and for us, I know for sure since quarantine began, we get to experience a live show again. So yes. it's kind of cool because it's like going to the drive in movie theater, except instead of like like vaguely tuning into a radio to kind of see like a movie we're projected on screens. We're up like in your faces where it's, it's just so fierce. It's a fun interactive drag show that is helping entertain the masses in a time where I think we need it most. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. We'll be there. Ooh, I know. Yeah, we're very so spooky, spooky. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Can you give us any little teaser or now you're like, sir, you work for VH1. You know what? We can't do this. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, I signed contracts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the teaser, folks. I signed contracts. <laughs> uh, so before we let you go, any last words that you want to say before we let you go on about your day? Uh, stream Drag Trap on October 23rd. Come see us at Voss Events' Drive and Drag, hopefully in a city. Yes. And if not, then just drive drive a very long way that's right <laughs> to come and, see the artistry yeah yeah, yeah exactly. not to be mistaken with the drive-by well, not yeah <laughs> not the driving by <laughs> oh legit oh legit but honestly evie thank you so much for answering the call we do appreciate you big fans of youtube because your artistry is just like immaculate i can't even process it sometimes i wish i wasn't so basic but here i am <laughs> i know i mean i i don't even want to get off the call because i'm just loving it all and then all while you were talking about your grandfather and i'm just like but the tam though how you how you freak the tam right now i wish the people at home could see you like how we see you right now it's so dope I well, mean, they, they will. will for another project. I, promise. I was just going to say, oh, they will. They will. They will. So, yeah, thank you so much. And thanks for being you. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, that was a fun phone call. I enjoyed yes. that. I'm sad, though, because I know that a lot of folks can't see this, but Evie's like look was... I felt so special. I was like, damn, you better bust this look out for us for this audio-only podcast. And there we go. So, Lejeune, guess what? 
What? You know why, girl. Don't play me. I know. You, you I know. You know it's the end of a podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. What is today's podcast dedicated to? What are we doing? Oh, today I'm going to keep it really, really cute. Can I get a drum roll, please? Yes, you can. Well, I'm going to get it. First of all, I really was going to just give it to love and taking a chance. I love how Miss Vangie really put herself out there and with open arms, legs, and all that. All of it. (laughs) So is Tiffany, apparently, too. It's... (laughs) Right. And the the reason why I love it is because, you know, it didn't work out, but at least you put yourself out there. And guys, if we're not going to put ourselves out there and take chances, oh. nothing is ever going to work. You have to literally be in it to win it. But mm. that's not who wins it. So oh. <laughs> this week's episode is dedicated to Zachary, who is Miss Vanjie's cat, who Vanjie had to, you know, talk to about a little luck on his date, daily date. It didn't work out. I didn't work out, <laughs> but we still love you, Zachary. Hanging out. And thanks on that for couch. being there. Just hanging out on that couch. Just hanging out. <laughs> That's literally my cat. He's so sweet. I love my kitty. I had a feeling you were gonna give it to the cat because Lejeune is. I don't want to say a cat lady because you're not right. really a cat lady, but you. But are a cat. I'm a could be. You someday. could be. I could be someday. And so also since quarantine, that. I'm more into cats now since quarantine because the quarantine has made my cat and I so much tighter. Oh, wow. Okay, so quarantine is bonding everyone's relationships. It really is. Except for mine. (laughs) Friendships are falling apart. All right, so that is a wrap. Dang! (laughs) That's a wrap on episode 75 of VH100. Oh, my gosh. And the podcast, y'all. I am so, so sad to say this, but we are going on a hiatus and Aww. literally, I can't thank you all enough for listening to our nonsense every week. I don't know about you, Lejeune. I feel like I know, but I had a kick-ass time doing this with you, especially rolling up on our talent with the phone calls. We got some great people on the phone. Yes, I had an amazing time being able to chop it up with some of our amazing VH1 stars. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just so amazing to too. be able to talk to like <laughs> Safari, Vanessa Williams, Tiffany Pollard, um, Monica, so many, Tiny, Monica, Tiny. Oh my! Yeah. We did a lot. It was like Toya, we Regine, did a lot, a lot and of our it was drag so queen, much fun. Right? Oh my goodness, we got to chop it up with so many amazing people, winners. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And I couldn't think of anyone else to do it with aside from you. So I thank you for bringing me with you on this journey. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I I couldn't think of anybody else. And of course we have to do a massive shout out to our wonderful producer, Nicole, who keeps us right and tight every week. So if you want to keep up with us, of course, you can find me on all socials. I'm easy Manoli at easy M A N O L I. That's right, and I'm at I M L A June like the month. I am the June. Ba bam. So back to y'all. Please be sure to use your voice, especially after seeing the debate, and bring justice for Brianna Taylor, Jacob Blake, George Floyd, and countless others. And of course, to anyone else who has fallen victim to police brutality. We stand with you and send love and light to all the families affected. Absolutely. So make sure you're registered to vote. If you're doing a mail-in ballot, make sure it is filled out and sent back properly. If you're going in person, be safe and keep your eye on the prize because, you know, sometimes there's some distracting things going on. 
Okay. That's right. Uh, the key is be safe, but make sure to get out there. Yes. So once again, mm-hmm. thank you all for taking the time out of your lives to catch up with us. And as we always say, make sure you always keep it. 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.